America. My name is Amir Yosef from Punk. I come to you live every Thursday about this time. And today I'm going to talk to you about reparations. And people always say, well, how would it work? I don't know. Chapter 13 of Sandy Darity's book, uh, From Here to Equality, actually just lays out a plan. And actually, I think it gives the structure of, of, of a reasonable plan. So I'm going to talk about the plan. I'm going to talk about the plan's virtues. I'm going to try to anticipate a few uh, objections. And then I'll leave it for you to share, like, and subscribe as you will, right? So you're, we're talking about reparations for racial terrorism and slavery, Jim Crow, and racial terrorism broadly. And what does that mean for black people? Because if you don't know, the wealth that's, that was created through racial terrorism, not just extracting labor, but extracting fear and weaponizing you know, state guns and violence against black people, that is actually very profitable. And... Um, so depending on how you you run the math, it's anywhere from you know sixty trillion to one hundred and eleven trillion dollars of, of of wealth that was just ex generated and extracted. If you don't know, America has probably about ninety trillion dollars of private wealth. Private wealth, just like that's just sitting in people's bank accounts, right? And that's not government wealth; that's private wealth, right? And the government prints money, so money is only relative to other money in, in a certain way. So the actual dollar amount doesn't uh, matter. Just know that it's in the trillions. And Darity says, well, okay, so you could, you could, you could figure out how to administer, administer reparations a few different ways. One, you got to figure out who is eligible. Best way to find out who's eligible is figure out who, once you pass the bill, look back 12 years and who identified themselves as African-American 12 years ago, and in addition to that, can trace lineage to slavery. So if you identified yourself as African-American uh, 12 years prior to the passage of the bill, I, I would say consistently, um, not just like on a college admissions essay, but if you consistently identified yourself as African-American, like, like you need to bring two forms of ID, <laughs> not just a... Uh, not just your college admissions, but also something. And same, you need to bring like a, like a passport and a and a, a bank statement. So, and that's dated back twelve years. And also have a descendant um, draw back a lineage from a descendant of a slave. So, if you do that, and a lot of people can do that easily, very easily, then um, then you would be eligible. And what he says is that then that group should elect a board of governors, right? So it would be a nationwide election for people who qualify to participate to elect a board of governors who would then, that group would decide how to institutionally um, hand out the, the money. So I'm going to hit the opening and we're going to talk a little bit about the details about how that's going to go down. To the beach, Never change the ways for the world or the government If it was the president, then I would state facts You leave it up to me, I paint the White House black And it can feature in your front For the world or the government If it was the president Then I would state facts You leave it up to me I paint the White House black And it can feature in your front
So the book I'm talking about is From Here to Equality by uh, William, Professor William Sandy Darity. Chapter 13 is where he goes through the plan. The first, you know, 10 chapters of making, just making the case about like, you know, what was promised, what was owed, why it was owed, the, the varieties of terrorism that um, was heaped upon black people because they were black. And, you know, the wealth that was created in the system is still in the system. Just talk to any white person with an inheritance or like a gift or, um, from a nice wedding. And, and the poverty that was in the system is still in the system. And you don't have to go too far to realize that black people are disproportionately poor everywhere we are. Um, so, and it was caused by the government, right? So this is America's debt. You can tell like, well, I wasn't alive during slavery, so I shouldn't have to pay. No, you're an American. And America was the institution that legitimized and like, <laughs> you know, the second law passed. <laughs> <laughs> and the second Congress passed the Fugitive Slave Act. So, like, the nation didn't know, the nation was five minutes old before it decided that, like, all right, so most importantly, the government's responsibility is to make sure slaves get back to where they're supposed to get to. So, the wealth that was in the system is still in the system. The poverty that was in the system is still in the system. And America needs to make it whole because America hasn't gone anywhere. You can say, like, well, you know, I wasn't alive, so I shouldn't have to pay. That doesn't make sense. Like, that's not how institutions work. Right, that's like saying, well, I wasn't alive to sign the, I, to vote on the Constitution, so I shouldn't have to abide by its rules. Like, like, no, institutions don't die like people do. And so this is the debt Americans owe to a subset of Americans, and this is the debt Americans should pay to a subset of, uh, of Americans, period. And if you want to immigrate to America, then you have to take on America's debt. So even if you just got off the boat, some of your taxes should go to these reparations because uh, you want to be an American. And this is America's debt. So, and if you don't want to take on America's debt, you don't think you should have to take on America's debt, then you should stay home. Go back to where you came from. Um, so, the goal is to make a black Americans whole. So, black Americans who have identified for 12 years as black prior to the signing of the bill uh, would then vote for a board of governors who would then decide um, how to... Uh, institutionally uh, um, uh, invest that money. Because the idea is that we're investing the money in making black communities whole. So some of it would be institutional investments. Some of it would be, um, uh, you know, some of it would be cash checks. But cash checks without the, the same institutional infrastructure will just end up being siphoned. So a lot of it will be institutional investments, like, you know, um, seeding black power companies <laughs> and, 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 and black cable companies and black car makers. And so like we, a lot of the institutional investment would be getting black people into the productive economy of America. So you'd say like, well, that would just be inflationary. No, we would just actually be making black people productive because black people are underproducing because we don't have capital in a, in a capitalist society. If you don't have capital in a capitalist society, you can't really, be, can't really participate in society. What you can be is exploited by other people. So we're being exploited by other people. All right, so um, that board of governors would decide, the board of governors elected by black people would decide um, how to make institutional investments. And if you are wondering, well, what does it count? What if this is, well, the Board of Governors would also have uh, a discrimination process where we, like, if you think that if there's a question about your blackness, 
you could file a petition and it would be sent up the bureaucracy and uh you know they would come down with a determination about whether like you know the box you checked 12 years ago and uh your lineage like would allow you to participate in the in the program right that would i mean there are always marginal cases yet we still have governance and there could be an appeal process but pretty much like that would just it would be handled by us It'd be handled by us. It'd be an all black election for a blackboard that deals with the money required to make black people whole. All right. And, and that, and this is, uh, like I said, this is what Darity proposes in chapter 13 of from here to equality. And it makes a lot of sense to me it's, as a program. It actually makes a lot of sense. Um, and people are like, well, you know, that's black nationalism. No, it's actually, it's, it's the black institution that gets, um, black Americans into being full Americans. And there's another book by Gary Peller, who's um, on racial consciousness on how black nationalism isn't the same as white nationalism. White nationalism's uh, like about colonial control and exploitation. Black nationalism is self-defense. That's why, you know, um, yeah, that's why like, you know, black schools aren't segregated necessarily. They're only segregated if they're run from people outside of the community, if they're run at the behest of people outside of the community, if they're run for the, for the sake of people who aren't black. And right now, a lot of, you know, a lot of white people buy black, whole black institutions, and those black institutions are run for the sake of white comfort. Right? So we want some sort of black, we want black institutions to be run without a disproportionate concern for white comfort. And until they're independently funded or funded by like this, tr this trust of, 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 of black money, then they're going to be sucking up to uh, Mackenzie Bezos um, for, like, for her largesse. Because every now and then Mackenzie Bezos gives a few million dollars to some black um, institution that she likes. And so now all these black institutions like now conform and comport themselves in a way that makes Mackenzie Bezos um, feel, feel nice. Right? And that might not be consistent with securing justice for black people. Mackenzie Scott. But if I call her Mackenzie Scott, you don't know where the money comes from. If I call her Mackenzie Bezos, you know, oh, that's Jeff Bezos' money. All right. So, yeah, Mackenzie Scott uh, throws around a few million dollars of her throwaway money to some black institutions. And now all black institutions are kind of styling themselves as the kind of institution Mackenzie Scott would want to spend and that's not appropriate so instead of kissing McGinty scott's butt you should have to actually make your case to this board of people elected by black americans right so that would be and then that would just that would take care of the administration and it would be administration in terms of an investment there would be cash checks but more importantly there would be institutional investitures um, so that when black people use their cash checks, it, w it would actually be in a productive manner to support, you know, uh, self-determination, right? Because if you have cash checks, but then like all that goes to loans um, uh, by banks that aren't black and, and, and healthcare by device providers that aren't black and power companies that aren't black, then like, no, what we want is for that, you know, $111 trillion to actually go into the institutional investiture to create black power companies or, yeah, black power companies, um, 
black cable companies, black microphone manager, uh, um, manufacturers, all that stuff. We were locked out of, we were segregated from so many different jobs for so long that like we've just, we've, we've just been locked out. We've been locked out of the generational knowledge that goes into running a lot of companies. All right, so um, the idea is that this board elected by black people would administer the, um, and it'd be a completely public process about like how they come up with the priorities about what institutions to fund and where and why, and um, administer the $111 trillion. That's the top and that's the highest figure. There it goes all the way down there. I think the, the lowest figure was around um, 40 or maybe 80. But at that point, it doesn't matter. What, what matters is that there's going to be like an accountability procedure, uh, um, um, what do you call it, administered by black people who are elected by other black people and are accountable to black people. You could FOIA any of the meeting requests, all of that stuff. It would be an American institution for, uh, to redress you know, harms done to black Americans and they would decide what to do with the money. Petitions, whatever. Right? And so that, that, that sounds like a, a fair mechanism for redress. And once again, you would decide it by when Congress passes the bill that initiates this board, who identified as black 12 years prior to that. And I would say on three different forms, not just one. <laughs> three different forms you identified as black 12 years prior to the passing of the bill. You get to participate in the first election, of that board who would then decide the structure, you know, a 200 person board. And it would, and then it would uh, decide the structure of how to make black people whole, right? And so I think that's, uh, that's a, an appropriate mechanism. I think he lays it out if you want more. Once again, chapter 13 of From Here to Equality. I, he's, he did the job. Thank you for your time, and uh, I will talk to you next week.